Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Kanan. You can find me at Geek Vibes Nation on Twitter. Also find us on YouTube at Geek Vibes Nation. Alrighty, and today we're talking about Minute 148 of Dawn of Justice, which is going to start off with Batman looking upon the destruction of both Superman and Doomsday from the nuclear weapon attack. And then the minute's going to end with Doomsday moving. Um, moving, molting. Moving and molting. I think, what do you... <laughs> yes, that's a very good term, molt. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what he's doing. Um but I was just quoting that guy who's just like, it, it's moving. Oh, that's what he says? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but this, yeah, this minute, uh, this is uh, really just everyone looking upon um, the destruction of this nuclear weapon attack, which, as you do when there's a nuclear weapon attack, um, and you have to be th- so thankful that it didn't actually hit the city itself. Um, but, uh, yeah, something I've always thought was very interesting is... Um, radiation clouds because those things man they trip me up and that i'd be out of that you're not, city in a minute. you're not wrong and yeah you're not wrong about that either definitely would be out of that city but uh batman is not uh batman's not a religious person right because i this has been a thing that has been irking me a lot recently with um this batman in both this film and in justice league he's not uh, a religious person right because uh, there's a lot of lines that we get in this film and uh in the next film justice league yeah uh saying things like jesus quote or, or god and it's like would does batman say those things like i because i say jesus all the i time. say it all the time I, we're not that we're not religious we're not that much but it's and like it's okay to say that but like not like actually and I think the point is like, uh, you know, a lot of people, I guess, you know, Christians or whatever, you can't say it in vain. Yeah. I guess this would be in vain. So uh, I'm not trying to step on any toes, but um, who cares? Yeah, I feel like you can just say it, right? And <laughs> it's, it's like not a not a big deal. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I just, I, some of those have always interested me. I've always like, I've always noted because Batman's always like, Batman, you know, as, as much as like you could say, like, you don't care. Like Batman wants people to know that he's like, I don't believe in that because my parents died when I was a kid and like they died for no reason at all. They died in a gutter in an alleyway. And so like there was like that crossover with Wonder Woman where he was like, I don't believe any of this crap that you're telling me about Greek gods and stuff because yeah. no Greek god intervened and saved me from my parents dying and stuff. like. And I've always just thought it was very interesting that some of the lines that they use for Batman's exclamations are usually involving either the words like God or Jesus. And I'm like... Are you saying that just to say it, or are you like still believe in that? I think he's saying it just to say it. Okay. I mean, I say it just to say it, so that's why I'm I'm relating it to my own yeah. self. Because we grew up. Well, we grew up in Christian yes. households. Yes. So it's like Catholic kinda, household. Yeah, same Roman Catholic okay. household. So mm-hmm. like, it's like part of us to like say it. I remember the first time I said like like Oh my God! Like I get did get slapped on the wrist, but it was like it wasn't like a you cannot say it. It was just like a hey. Come on. I've been in trouble. Don't say it in vain. Yeah, I have been in trouble. I've gotten in trouble. I used to get in trouble a lot for saying it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Not from my parents, but like from other people. From like, other people. Exactly. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be saying that. From parent, other friends' yeah. parents that were religious. And it's like, you can't, hey, don't say that around. Don't say shut up around my kid. Don't say God around my kid. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. What is gosh? I don't know. Gosh, gosh, but gosh. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely think Batman's not religious. I don't know that I've ever seen any movie where he's really been depicted as that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just, just something I thought was always interesting. Um, we cut over to, so we get this beautiful little uh, flyby from the Batwing showing Metropolis at night with all this illumination going on around it. Um, and then we cut over to the Daily Planet. And uh, yeah, good point, Nate, about like, why would you still be there given one, what happened two years ago at the Black Zero event, um, but also what's happening now. And uh, definitely wouldn't stay there any longer. And uh, I wanna I want to note this person behind uh, what is her name? Um, Ferris? No. Who, who, where is, are we? Where Jenny. Are we Jenny Jerwich. Look oh, at this person okay. who like goes up to like take a, a a photo of the nuclear attack. Yeah. And then immediately is like, should I not be doing this right now? Um, I'm glad I caught that. Yeah, that's it's, that's weird. It's like. Because you know that would happen in real life. We were like, oh, I got to take a photo of this. And it's like, maybe you shouldn't take a photo of that. And maybe that shouldn't be something that you remember. But I don't know. I always thought that was interesting. So second nature, though, to just grab your phone and take a photo and of it. And like now. go up and take a photo yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Or just, yeah, just like photographers on, on front lines kind of things. Because yeah. Lois Lane was, that was Lois Lane in Man of Steel. Um, you know, he he's always doing that on set. Him and, you know, other really good directors like, you know, him and um, Ryan Johnson, they always carry their cameras with them. They're always mm-hmm. taking photos, like, when they're out actually filming and stuff. Like, so, yeah, that definitely, like, it feels like an extension. And people in Vietnam, like, those photographers, those people who documented that stuff, that were, they went through the same things everyone else did because they were there. They were in the thick of it and all that. Like that's a that's a good point you brought up because it's like that's a that's a crazy. It's not even a lifestyle. It's like a death wish um, to be those photographers that are out there on the front lines, like armed only with a camera, um, which is valuable. But it's like the risk you put yourself in is, is incredible. And so, yeah, like definitely that has to be something that Zack Snyder like puts a lot of thought in is like those, those moments that you capture in real life, like are, they mean so much, you know? Yep. Um, so, uh, Lois Lane is the next person to kind of look upon this disaster and we see out from the sky, a fallen, uh, a fallen angel of sorts, if you will, uh, as it descends from the sky uh, from this nuclear attack and crashes straight down into this island with such immense force um, that you can tell, like, um, this shot at about, 
Uh, I'm going to say it's it's a real effect over here in 20, 25, 26 seconds in. Not the shot of it actually hitting the island. But no, the, but the, the top s- down. The top down kind of view, like the smoke and everything. Like That looks like a real practical effect that they, that they were able to use for that shot. Um, just the smoke effects, it looks so great. I mean, it could be CGI and it could have fooled me, but... I think it's CGI because there's also grasslands around the surrounding thing and like i mean i assume but i don't know it looks a little too real (laughs) (laughs) a little too real to be real yeah um but yeah i just really enjoy that little how was he able to fall down exactly still in like the same vicinity as metropolis after being in space is that like a normal yeah i think it was just i I think it was just the way that he uh that they went up they he just fell the exact same path that that uh, that he came down. I don't think they, uh, you know, I would expect there. Well, he fell on another island. He wasn't on the. They, he didn't fall on the same island where they were, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. where they were fighting previously. So he he did fall. He did fall some, but he, he did stay in the vicinity of Gotham and, and Metropolis and all that. It's also possible he didn't really he didn't really leave Earth's orbit so much as to like, you know, he was in the. Oh, I don't know. Upper the, atmosphere, maybe? Yeah, like the extreme upper atmosphere. Kind of like, uh, who's that Red Bull guy that, di- that skydived? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know who I'm talking about? Felix uh, something. Felix something. Yeah. yeah he, he, like, from the top of that, that. He had a cool name. Yeah. Felix Star or something like that. <laughs> Actually, I don't remember. <laughs> but that could be that could be as high as that uh, Doomsday was before he fell back down. And uh, they even show it at about 33 seconds in. You kind of see, like, the curvature of from where they left the Metropolis to, like, where they are yeah. in relation and to fall back down. Um, with the right momentum, you could probably f- curve your way back in um, and crash land close to Metropolis. Also, Metropolis is huge. So, mm-hmm. you know, he could have fallen pretty much anywhere near it and still be close to it. Um but yeah, so in this minute they confirm that uh, that projectile two isn't moving, unlike projectile one. Um, and so I hate to break it to you guys, but uh, Superman's dead in oh. this movie. He's gone. Oh, that's so, it. Yeah, a nuclear attack. Didn't I know it? he only had like twenty lines of dialogue and stuff. Um, yeah, but, but wait uh, a second, Mark. I've I've read this book before. I've seen it happen. The last time I saw Superman got hit with a, a nuclear bomb. Nuclear. Nuclear bomb. He was all right after a minute. After a minute. We won't know. Uh, I guess we'll never know. No? So you're telling me... uh, I might be. (laughs) Are you telling me right now that this this Superman is dead? He's dead. He's dead. Tell your kids. This is how the movie ends. He dies right here. And, like, that's, you know... After we talk about minute 150, like... There's just credits, so we're just we're that's just it. done here. It's end of the movie, boys. It's end of the movie. We did it. Um, <laughs> uh, they'd say uh, projectile two isn't moving, and that it was in fact Superman. Um, and uh, with that, there's like this moment of of pause, very briefly, until they uh, they tell the folks that projectile one is now starting to move. And uh, then we cut over to what's going on over at, uh, I think they dropped the name too, Strikers Island, right? Strikers Island. Yeah, what is Strikers Island? Oh, you know. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me. It's from X-Men. 
Oh no, you, you totally got me with that one. No, we're not. That's um, yeah, it's just a... uh, yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's supposed to be like Rikers, but they had, yeah they didn't use Rikers because of you know it, it that's a real island. They this is made up fictional. Yeah. Is Strikers Island not a prison though in comic books? Did they? I think they, I think they added Strikers. It wasn't after this movie. Um, I do remember it being in the New Fifty Two Superman run though. Um, I remember it. This is see bad point on our part. It does show that it. I mean, based on Wikipedia, it does show that it's a fictional prison uh, that's supposed to be similar to Rikers in New York. So it's a. It's held. It's held. Lex Luthor, Kryptonite Man, Toy Man, Parasite, Bloodsport. So it's it's DC's version of Rikers, whereas Marvel uses the actual place Rikers. DC uses Strikers. Yeah. Not to be confused with William Striker from X. <laughs> yeah. So wait. So Marvel also has a prison on on Rikers Island. Yeah. Yes. And there's actually. Yes, they yeah. yeah they use the real the real but it's real Rikers Island yeah for New York yeah yeah because Marvel has like what because like, they also have like the raft and stuff but like, like as the cube seen in, uh, yeah yeah the cube as and they have like what like four prisons movies. yeah and uh, DC has a couple of prisons right they have yeah there's Blackgate Blackgate prison uh, mm-hmm. Bell Rev is Bell in Su- Suicide Squad I think um, there's Iron 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 Heights? Iron Heights, yeah. Iron Heights prison. I'm trying to think if we're just making up names right now. No, Iron Heights was um What is Iron Heights? That's there. That's um that's where uh 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 the Flash takes his rogues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I, that's what I was thinking. That's where his dad is. That's where that's where Barry's dad is. His dad's in Iron Heights. Oh because Bell Rev's like like prisoner, uh like like super, you know, like meta human camp as well as Blackgate. Yeah. And Belle Rev was always associated with Amanda Waller, right? Because she has... That's where she pulls the squad from, yeah. Yeah. But she also was in it in Young Justice, I think, right? Belle Rev was huge in that show, if I remember correctly. Like, that's where Hugo Strange was for some odd reason. He was there and... Yeah. 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 All the Frost people were there. Because that's... Yeah, they had, like, some jail breakouts or whatever, and that was in Belle Rev. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah. Arkham Asylum obviously is is in that. There was a uh, Justice League Unlimited episode of uh, Suicide Squad, but they were Task Force esque, and they came from Bell Rev as well. Um, Deadshot was in it. Mustachio Deadshot. Mustachio Deadshot. Yeah. We missed out on that one. <laughs> uh, DC doesn't like mustache heroes, man. Haven't you read the Haven't you read the news? Mm. Um, but yeah, Strikers Island. Um, yeah, I believe in in uh, the first Injustice video game, Strikers Island was a location. That's where you saw General Zod and stuff like that. In um, in that, do you remember what I'm talking about? No. It's um, as a level, it's got Parasite in it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, General yeah. Grodd. It was like in a. It was or like a General Grodd. like a factory or something. Gorilla like that. Grodd. That's who I meant. General Grodd. Yeah. Say General Grodd. Yeah. yeah. I'm just General Zod. General Grodd. Gorilla General, Zod. General Sod. Yeah. Laying down Sod. Uh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, that was an injustice. That's, I knew I remember that name from somewhere. Um, welcome back to Prison Talk. Welcome back to Prison Talk. Um, and so, yeah, they explained that uh, back over at Strikers Island, Doomsday the creature is, is moving and, as we mentioned earlier, molting because 
he got hit with that nuclear blast too. So the way I imagine this is that his his skin that he has over him right now, as we look at this, is um like a burn victim's skin. Like he's like degloving this destroyed flesh that is on him. Not so much that he's just like molting like just his normal skin, but like he is a I wish we got more of this, but like he is this nuclear affected radiated monster. Yeah. And just something there's something creepily pleasing about this this bone structure breaking through the skin. Um amazing CGI work to like render this all out, but like he rips the skin, it's like peeling and like peeling off like melted like this like hot glue like type texture and then we we see the bones just like pulsing out of him and like breaking up and like there's something really really well done about that that i like so much but um this was to me in the film where i was like oh thank god they're gonna like actually put some bones on this guy like we don't have to really worry about like the whole like he's not gonna have any bones in the film like it's a to me it was the best way of explaining why he has bones instead of him just popping out the womb with bones on. Well, as... he didn't pop out the womb. The bones were an effect of a, uh, uh, you know, the constant beating that uh, Bertrand was given to him. In in the comic books. Yeah, it was like an evolution kind of thing. So like, in order to I guess to speed up evolution, hit him with a nuclear attack so you can somehow channel radiation. I don't know. Make your bones grow. They were like, what's the fastest way we can get him to have bones? And they're like, well, radiation. Hit him, hit him with a nuclear weapon, like, that'll really turn him into doomsday real quick. Yeah. I think, right? That kind of seems, it makes sense in my head, but I don't know if it makes sense practically. Well, the the nuclear blast, it, it yeah, it not only, like, damaged him, but at the same time, I think it actually... Uh, gave him it actually made him stronger and it caused the energy within his body to grow which caused the the skin and the bones to protrude, protrude through but the the bones and stuff coming through is yeah it's like his body's way of building a defense mechanism like yeah. they start to shield his body from from further attacks and that's how he was in the comics his bones mm-hmm. came over his eyes and protected his eyes from uh, from damage and you know of course he had them on his knuckles for uh, to use his weapons as well so they were not just weapons but a defense mechanism for him how cool would you guys be with uh, the fact of of having the super a uh, superpower um, of what? let's say you let's say in life you don't get to choose what your superpowers are to become doomsday yeah let, what if someone told you hey your superpowers are going to be that you uh you grow bones and stuff from being hurt by stuff. Would you be okay with this kind of Is superpower? it like a porky? So, like, that's kind of like X-Men territory with, like, the porcupine thing and, like, having, like... You're going to have to explain to me who that is because I don't... What the hell was the I guy? I can't he keep was track also of X-Men in, Hang on. He was also in the X-Men Evolution TV show. I think his name was Spike. He threw, like, spikes out of things. and like, Wasn't he in the first X-Men movie? Or the third one? Was he the one that threw those uh, those little bone protrusion things that he would yeah. shoot yeah. out of his arms and he shot them into Wolverine? 
Yeah, he did that, and then he was in the third X Men movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not him exactly, but he there was a guy in the Brotherhood that was a lot like him. Um, remember fighting in the forest? He was like throwing him at him. So yeah, that's kind of like that. Is that what you're talking about, or is it just like no, you get hit? I'm not talking. You just like, get bones. Er, I'm like what? yeah. No, yeah, Are you constantly you, staying in doomsday state? Like, you constantly have the bones protruding from you? Because then that's just, like, that's just a deformity, in my opinion. Like a tree man situation. Oh. Yeah, I don't know that I would want that. I don't want that. Bones protruding over my eyes and stuff. Yeah. That would be, like, Because, uh, really, what's your defense against? Like, okay, there's not... What, that'd what are be, you like, one of the uh, monsters from Monster Hunter, where you're just, like... Your that gro- monster does have bones that goes underground. What's yeah. it called? Uh, no, some with an R. Rodoban or there whatever. There you go. Ro- Rodoban. Rodoban. Rodoban or whatever. whatever. He like just has bones everywhere, and it's like, well, how do you even move? There. Yeah, that's like a bone def. Like, it's like the opposite of bone deficiency. It's like bone efficiency. Bone efficiency. It's <laughs> the name of this episode. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, just like I don't know if if I was told or. You know, like in, uh, what's that anime, uh, My Hero Academia, it's like these people are just have superpowers. Like, they don't really get to choose them so much as, like, you're just born with a superpower. Yeah, mutants. It was called X-Men. Yeah, X-Men too. <laughs> and it's like, to to wake up one day and be like, oh, if I get cut, a bone is just going to grow out of there. And I don't know if, I don't know what I'd do with that. I don't know... If, what kind of life? It's like later. Like, so, like, by the time you're like, you know, fifty, and like every square inch of your body has been somewhat like uh, damaged or something like that. Like, are you just gonna be just bones all over your place, or do you have like skin at yeah. points? So, I, I like every time you get punched, is like poof, just bone sh- shoots out. So it's like, all right, I'll just never get punched in that specific spot again. There's a giant spike coming out of me. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's a terrible power. Like you have to walk around with bones moving through i don't know that's a such a weird uh i don't know how i would deal with that i think i would rather have darwin's powers from x-men where he can use things around him to to adapt and to protect himself i don't and that's not all the time that's just he can turn that on and off i don't know that i would want it to be a, a permanent thing like doomsday it's like the way it grows out of him it's like it's like teeth not so much bone because like bone always like is like like well obviously like teeth are bone but like bone has to grow out for a reason and to like perform some sort of structure or or like function and it's like these are just protrusions these are just these teeth that come out like i'm looking at his shoulder as they come out and like there's no form to it they're just coming out like teeth and uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> that, that would seem, one, it would be painful, and then two, it's like, okay, well, now I just have bones sticking out of me. Um, and I don't know where they lead from. I don't know where they connect to. Dude, it's just, a, it's like, um, it's like a, like a geode where, like, your collarbone is just deciding, hey, I'm going to start budding out bones outward and it's like uh could you not do that like i can't even get rid of them because it's part of the rest of your skeletal structure um you remember that woman in the guinness book of world records that had the really long fingernails oh it was a guy yeah i think it was a guy and like they curled and stuff like that imagine your bones doing that 
Yeah, no thanks. I just, uh, no, no thank you. Just the thought of the bones, like, breaking out of your, it has to break through muscle and then break through skin. And then, like, now it's sticking out there and it's like, yeah, I, I'm okay. Yeah, and I'm, I guess, I'm, like, he's, his skin I'm is just, like, that. clotting instantly because there's no, like, blood loss or anything like that. Yeah. Even the skin ripping off part. Like, it's not... Ugh. The more I watch it, the more I'm just grossed out by the the feeling of your your bone structure, like, breaking through your the rest of your body, the rest yeah. of your muscle groups and, and stuff like that, just to protrude outward into... Um, these kind of fanged like and broken teeth almost looking like um yeah just so it's so cool to watch but man that would suck in real life <laughs> there needs to be a uh redesign of doomsday where he has um corrective braces on all of his bones protruding out like so it, like lines them up correctly yeah he has um in Injustice, they, like, gave him, like, a bone, like, chest hair thing. And I was like, why was that? A what? Yeah, he has, like, it's, like, because, you know, like, they put bones over his eyes. And it's, like, okay, that's, like, eyebrows, but it's, yeah. like, bone. And so he has, like, right here, it's just, like, a strip of bone. And it's, like, is that, like, chest hair? Or is it, like, a sternum? Yeah, it's, like, it goes right down the, the two pectorals. And it's, like. We are we. I think he had that. Uh, I think he had that in the comics as in the in, in, at the in the comics as well that went over his chest. It was almost like a a protection for his heart. Yeah, he he yeah, had it yeah. that came down his neck down uh, around his chest uh, to protect his heart. It wasn't very. It wasn't very big in the comics. I don't think. In, in the in the movie they the way they grew out they were it looked like his bones were breaking and coming out in the comics it was almost like they were like extra protrusions that they grew on, on his body they were kind of they almost look like rocks i mean they were bone but um they were just extra pieces i don't think it was necessarily yeah, like yeah. his it was like what you said his collarbone was like budding like it was just stuff coming out of his skin is his hair bone too? You know, he has like that ponytail of sorts. Is that bone? In the movie? That's just I think that's hair. Everything else okay. is uh everything else is, is the bone. He had it on his knees, his elbows, his shoulders. Uh but it, it in the comics I do remember the more damage he took, um, they did seem to grow because they were they were like small on his knuckles at first and then towards the end I remember them being uh you know, quite large. Because mm-hmm. they started to rip, uh, as he took damage, they started to grow, and they actually started to rip through that green jumpsuit he was wearing. And before, yeah. They weren't doing that. I think they're doing um, an animated feature again for this for that book, too, right? They are uh-huh. supposed to be more true to the comics, but they actually, I, I noticed uh, that the Superman suit is, is very New 52, so I don't know why they're... They're going back to that. I thought it was going to be more like the the suit we saw um, in the original comic book line. Is it just the death, or is it the death and return of? Uh, I think it's gonna be like a whole the whole like series because I know they're doing uh, Reign of the Superman as well, and that was after uh, uh, that was after the death of Superman, where it had uh, 
Eradicator, yeah. Steel. Oh man! And all of them. If I could get an Eradicator, it'd be great. Yeah. And that just made Nate happy knowing yeah, that. did. If they do, I mean, I'll, I'm I'm a big fan of the return of storyline. That's a good, that's a cool, that's a cool line. Um, you know, Death of is. With all the different Superman that show up and yeah. like Cyborg Superman. <laughs> it's really just Eradicator. He was just badass. Like, is that the Terminator looking one? Yeah, with the glasses and yeah, stuff. The, yeah, he had like the weird sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah, the Eradicator is, was like. Just super powerful. He his abilities were like He's too amazing. dangerous. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, I even like the uh, funeral for a friend. You know, that was a nice little segue into Reign of Superman. So that yeah, cool. Alrighty. Uh, well, that goes through all my notes for this one. What about you guys? No, that that has it. That does it. Yeah, th- I think so. I think that about covers it for that uh, clip. Cool. Alrighty, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, find us on the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. You can join us and other guests and listeners and talk about the minutes at hand or any minutes that you might be catching up on. And uh, don't forget, Nate and I also do, uh, we have Patreon. And so for $5 a month, you get bonus content from us reviewing comic books or some of our other shows that we do. And uh, we've talked about Doom Patrol, Injustice, and uh, Transformers vs. G.I. Joe. But if you uh, subscribe to us on Patreon, you can recommend a comic book, and we devote a whole episode to reviewing those. And uh, we also have uh, stuff on uh, TeePublic, so if you want some cool merchandise, there's mugs, shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. So definitely check that out, and then we'll check you guys out tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.